0: It's part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. We got spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon and Scott the Grizz producing this mess. And joining me as always. My wizards of wagering. My gurus of gambling. My barons of betting. My overlords of the odds. The degenerate trifecta Harry. Brother Brian. Darren the parlor kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal. Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? These guys, every single day, we're nearing 500 days, right, brother Bry? 500 yeah, straight almost, days yeah. you have given yep. free picks on extrapoints.com. And n- none of you have lost even once. This is unbelievable. What a streak. <laughs> I mean, we'll never say anything like it. No. Every day, extrapoints.com. There's free-to-play games at extrapoints.com slash arcade. We have our December prop culture um, contest all Buy a beautiful, not to buy, to win a beautiful gold hat. The, the, the office is filled with them here. Brother Bry, you're the only one who has not won them. You have to win one of these contests to win. You're the only one on this show Shit. who has not won one. You got, you got so, to step up. I mean, they're really, right. really nice. They do look nice. I, I do want one. I want to Mikey wear one, on one of these pods. But. The ship, shipment came in. He's like showing them around to all the girls yesterday in the office. Like, all right, enough. It's a it's a hat. No big deal, but it is it is very important. Uh, we have uh, the brothers. Brother Bry Parley Kid coming to us from New York. Harry is coming to us from um, Honolulu. Where are you now, Harry?
1: Yep, Honolulu.
0: Yep. And it's um, I got a message from you or Ken, our buddy Ken. What there's like life threatening flash floods in the area.
1: It's made national news now. Uh Yeah. And it's uh, Pearl Harbor Day today. There's supposed to be a big parade in front of uh, our uh, our, where we're staying, which is right across from the ocean. Are you in uh, the parade? Are you one of the floats? Oh, no. I was. uh, Ken's been working on it to get me
0: in (laughs) to get me in the parade.
1: But I don't know. We think it's canceled right now.
0: And there's floods in there. Wow. I mean, this is really
1: rain. That's what I brought. That's what I brought from uh, from Phoenix.
0: It's unbelievable because I know when you go to Hawaii, your plan is to, you know, basically spend the whole week in the room eating weed gummies. And now that there's like flooding, you are now stuck in the room eating weed gummies for a week. (laughs) (laughs) Eating weed gummies for the week. That's pretty much been it so far. Babyface, you just came back from Hawaii. It wasn't anything like that, right?
2: Uh, no, except for the weed gummies. That, but that part, yes. I see.
0: Okay. They give those out with the lays. Harry's wearing a lay right now. Hey, I should mention the Jimmy Kimmel LA bowl presented by Stiefel. Yes. Oregon state mountain West champs, uh, Utah state plays Oregon state, probably fourth, fifth in the PAC 12 fun game Saturday, December 18th, 4 30 PM on the West coast. Sofi stadium. Yes. Tickets start at just, available now. Hit it. LAbowlgame.com. Maybe you'll see us there. Who knows what's going on? We're going to have Harry running around selling tickets. It's a a nice Christmas gift. If nothing else, if Harry survives the flood, like I said, maybe you can meet him there. That'd be fun. Hey, coming up uh, to help us break down that New England Buffalo mess, Jen Piacente. I don't know uh, if she suggested anyone start Mac Jones. Is that, would that be, would he have negative points as a fantasy starter for a guy who won parlay kid? If you have 19 yards passing and minus three rushing, that, that's still positive. It's 0.95, but minus 0.3. I guess that's still positive. Anyway, she's going to sort it out. She's going to let us know who to take off off the waiver wire, pick them up, drop them. She's coming on. Let's recap this Monday night football game. I I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't even know what I saw. I, I guess I saw, I saw Damian Harris score first. At plus eight fifty, I had that one. I mean, it, it's re- remarkable what we've done with these first touchdown props, brother. Bry. we're up to what? Plus
2: 80 units, something like that. More. It's like 85. Good I it. Lord. I'll, I'll find out the next time we do it.
0: Just take all our picks. Just take all our picks and, uh, and you'll be a winner. So Damian Harris, yeah, he scored a 64 yard run. And then I'll, uh, I i do not know what, I mean, get 46 runs for the Patriots, three passes, They had 46 runs for 222 yards. So you take that Damian Harris run out. It's 45 for 158, a little more than three yards of carry. And Bill Belichick is a genius. All of a sudden, McDermott can't beat him. And McDermott's like, hey, whoa, whoa! whoa, let's not give Belichick credit. It's like, okay, if you don't give Belichick credit, you look like an asshole yourself. What what is what the hell happened? What 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 did we watch last night? Nobody even knows. Look, nobody can answer.
3: uh, Look, I. (laughs) Parley Kid's lost. He uh, doesn't even know. I, I this is your uh, second
0: favorite team, Parley Kid. Uh,
3: I, look, the only thing I regret is not being on the Patriots. I think we all got a little duped because we did talk about the weather being bad. Sure. I don't think we we thought it was gonna be that bad, uh, where there'd be absolutely no passing of the ball. I I didn't I've never really seen it like that. Um the Bills offensively did not do enough to make the Patriots have to throw the ball. They score early. And they kind of You co- no, they took that and they go for two, which was genius, because they the the Bills were always playing from behind. They were never in the lead in this game. I was never tied in this game. Uh, and that was a that was a huge problem here for the Bills. They did not do enough offensively. But the bottom line is if uh Bass makes that kick, yeah, uh, uh they probably win that game because they were in they would have other opportunities to kick the balls late in the game, too. So, it uh, really came down to him missing that one field goal. Uh, where the Patriots capitalized on any opportunity that they had, they capitalized, regardless of what happened last night. Belichick is a genius. He's probably the best coach that there ever was. Well, so yeah, he he did what he had to do to get off he, the field and win. That's it. That's uh, the bottom line. Uh, that's uh, you win on the road like that. He, you win. That's that's it.
1: Darren though, Belichick,
3: McDermott for losing the game for sure. That's, sure, that's it
0: for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I would, the one thing I'll say is it, the wind was terrible, but Josh Allen threw 30 times. He completed half his passes. So it wasn't a game I, I made fun of. It. It's the army Navy game five days early, but uh, you could throw, you definitely could throw when the wind was in your favor. Josh uh, Allen was yeah, throwing against what, the wind. His, God. his receivers were dropping passes, but I don't know. It's just uh I, to, to label him a genius. It, it's like, you know, it's like, all right, let, let's say like on Halloween where you know, let's say you're you yourself are going trick or treating, your family's going trick or treating. So you put a big basket out front and says, uh, hey, take one. And the neighborhood kid doesn't um respect that and just takes everything in the basket, you know? And it's like, wow, that kid's a genius. Like, no, it's not. We're leaving it out there for him. Like we left it, it was right out there for yeah. him to take. Like, oh. he's not a genius. I I, I just they never well, played from I behind. Okay. I know that's your that. point. They never played from behind. So maybe hey, that wasn't but, his plan all. But Darren. We said
1: this last night, Darren, me and you talking back yeah. and forth, that I thought this was ballsy by Belichick and also brilliant because the very first series, the very, and Brian, if you remember last year when the Raiders played the Browns, I think that weather was even worse than it was that last night. So I think there's been worse, obviously worse oh, yeah. weather games. But 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 still, I think this was a first series of the game, Belichick came out and ran three times and punted. So he basically told Buffalo, listen, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to run this down. We're going to run the ball, and that's going to be it. And go ahead and try and stop us. Later on, And 34 <laughs> carries later, 190 yards. Great Harrison example, Stevenson and every front yeah, time We ran
0: three times and we punted. Like, yeah, this is what we're doing. It's basically
1: saying this is what we're going to do all game and I, try and stop it. And they couldn't I do it. I also
3: think they did an, stop uh,
0: it. Though. Like, they didn't
1: really... Not yeah. stop it! Like I don't know. It's so weird. So, Two hundred yards plus. It on
0: was hard. only that one run, Harry. Otherwise, it's three yards a clip. And 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 they knew it was coming. Twenty plays
2: in a row. It's just stupid what we were saying. Still, still got first. Well, at, at what point do you think Belichick said that we're uh, like we're not going to run this game? Do you think he knew that in advance? Like we're going to throw less than ten times, or he Listen, was just like they're fun. down fourteen three. He's I not running every up, time, right? I
3: think going up eight nothing was all sure. needed. Right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, do too, that run, I do too, Darren. I do too. But here's the thing. Every single coach, if they could win a game without throwing a single pass, mm-hmm. would not throw a pass. Mm-hmm. It's the, They wouldn't. That, and coaches inherently don't like to throw the ball. They really don't because there's more bad things in their eyes can happen when you throw a ball. Oh, than run a ball. boy. They can run a ball and win the game. They're going to do it. Any coach is going to do that. Yeah. It's boring football, but coaches inherently, they – they, if they can run and win, I agree, TPK.
0: I know, but you're a Go track do. coach, and for kids who don't even want to be there, <laughs> I mean, come on. This
1: is no. True,
0: this is true. <laughs> uh, the, now, I'm a I track know, coach, man. At that, I get it. It just it bugs me because I knew he was winning that game, whether it was a missed field goal or not. Like the narrative this morning wasn't going to be like, "Hey, the old man's lost his mind. He didn't pass at all." Uh, you know, it's, it was it was no. This is going to work out for him. Of well, course, it worked. I, I, I would love times. to know. The,
2: I would love to know the analytics though, and it like going into it. Like, if you said, like, Belichick's probably like, look, if we run 40 to 50 times. Uh-huh. Buffalo only going to be able to run like 40 to 50 plays in this game. And the max amount of points they're going to be able to score is like 21. I'd love to know in advance what these guys are looking at yeah. because they're they definitely looking at some weird shit like that.
0: I mean, 46 carries for 222. And that was enough. And now, all right. So what does it mean for the league? So now they're the overall number one seed. I guess we should talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. Fandle has odds. Fandle.com slash against all odds. That's where you get all your betting. Needs serviced right there. Number one seed odds in the AFC: Pats plus one thirty-five, Titans plus three fifty, KC four to one, Bills eighteen to one. Harry, do you see any of this changing? I don't know maybe take a shot at the Titans plus um, three fifty. They have a, they have, they definitely uh, have a winnable. Well, uh, the Pats have Dolphins and Jets at the end too. I don't, I don't know what right? to do. I, what I, I think Titans would be my pick
1: at plus three fifty. Uh, I don't know. Pats at plus one thirty-five. I mean, they got to beat Wentz in Indy. And they got to beat Buffalo and Foxborough, and then they and they'll be the number one seed, right?
0: Yeah, that's tough though. Those are tough. Um, But yeah, for sure, KC. It's interesting because Bry, KC is the favorite to win the AFC, but not favorite to get the number Mm. one seed. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, and but offensive. I, oh, good. But I, I was just
2: going to say, besides the Pats and the Chiefs right now, though, I don't. I can't think of another team that's winning the IFC. Well, uh, the right. well, the Titans are plus three. plus oh, three, oh, winning the conference. Yeah, winning I the conference. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, well that's what I did. Two? I said I feel it like on the Colts. The Colts are the third best team, right? I
0: I was well, sick of losing money week to week, so I was like, um, you know what? I'm just going to put monster futures together, and I took the page. I took the Packers, and I took the. Um, Buccaneers and I took the Pats and I took the Chiefs and I'm round like robbing all those teams to win the super. Now like, I'm, like I'm ignoring I'm ignoring Arizona, which could be a mistake. I mean they just keep don't, winning and winning and winning. Do
1: you guys do you guys like Green Bay for the NFC to be the number one seed? Uh I wasn't looking at them for
0: number one, but yeah, I guess uh schedule wise, what do they have left? They got Chicago,
1: Baltimore, Cleveland, Minnesota, Detroit. I, I, I just easy.
0: don't they could win every single game. They can. They really can. They're that good. They're that good. Yeah.
1: You got to be
3: careful too with uh, the Pats because they end the year in Miami and that game should sure. really mean a lot to Miami too. That's
0: that's not going to be an easy one. I don't know though, and I was looking at because I was trying to make a case for Miami to make the playoffs. I think they're got to be – I think they have a bunch of losses coming up. I know what you're well, saying. Well, they're,
3: ho- they're going to win this week at home against the Jets, right? They right. should win that. Then they're 7-7, seven seven, but then they got to go on the road to uh, the Saints and um, – Tennessee. I guess the Saints so are the big game, so they can win one of two with one of right. the two. Right? Think, you know they could be going for their uh, ninth eight. win.
0: You got to figure uh, at least against nine. Against the Patriots, at least so, nine. I mean, I could.
3: It. Yeah, and and the Patriots will have pro- problems scoring against them. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. So we'll see. Sure. I mean, it's so wide open. It's never been right. this no. never. wide open. It's never been this wide open. There's too many teams. Never. Too
0: many teams could make the Super Bowl and uh, and win it. Belichick plus one fifty now. Coach of the Year. Huh. I've kind of feel he wrapped it up. Although Kingsbury, runs the table. It's gonna be hard not to give it to him. He's second in line. And Mac Jones, uh, three passes yesterday, but minus five hundred now to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Anyone else sneak up on these guys? It can't be if it's not Kingsbury, right? No,
2: yeah. no. I mean, we. The only other one would be Le, Le, if Lafleur yeah, wins LeFleur's out, and these, and these guys start getting some love because his record is too good. But uh-huh.
3: you know, they've never given it to Belichick either. So. Um, I mean, come on. If Belichick gets 12 wins this year.
0: I'm with you. You got to
3: give the got to give it to him. I'm, I'm with sorry. You. you have to give it to
0: him. You know the problem is I think I might have said it on this podcast. He won too many games last year. He needed to have that 4 and 12 year, you know, and then like, oh my god, look what he's doing. He's spectacular. No. He took a bad team to 7 and 9. It's like, all right, so That's now That's the thing. It was a like too seven much and different season last right. year, right? No.
1: Yeah. yeah. So,
0: no. one thing's for sure, Mac Jones is not going to have the most interceptions this year, especially throwing um three passes a game. But uh the race for most inter- interceptions is interesting. And it's, it's, um it's one we haven't covered. It's probably the one stat we have not covered on Fandle.com slash against all odds. Check it out. So right now, Burrow is 14. It's surprising here. Tannehill has 13. Lamar is 13. Mahomes has 12. If you have odds on um, most interceptions, what do we have here? So Burrow's the favorite. Now I lost it. I'm just Jumping yeah, back Burroughs, and forth
2: there. Burrow's plus three fifty. Plus
0: three fifty. Tannehill four to one. Heineke five to one. Not even on that list. Uh, that, but I just mentioned Zach Wilson eight to one. Lamar eight to one. Bry,
2: you like Lamar or Burrow? I mean, Lamar might be worth a shot at eight to one. Yeah, I like either of those. Um, I. Yeah, I know Harry really likes Lamar, so I will let him talk about him. But yeah, I mean Joe, Joe Burrow though, it's it's funny for as much as we love watching him play, right? He's thrown ten interceptions in the last eight games. He's thrown uh-huh. a pick in seven of those eight games. The remaining teams he's playing are really tough in terms of defensively, right? He's got Denver coming up. He still has those division games, so uh-huh. he's probably going to throw like another. He's probably going to throw another four to seventeen. Win it, uh, probably. Unless oh yeah. Lamar's throwing like. Four Four or five. Yeah, more. I think so. Five, four or
0: five more games for sure. I think yeah, eighteen.
2: eighteen would work. Yeah. yeah, probably eighteen. Eighteen probably gets you gets you there. So I, I mean, plus three fifty. I mean, they get, they're giving out really good odds for some of these guys at the top here because right. they're you know he's got a little bit of a lead. Uh uh-huh. um, I don't know if Tannehill is going to throw enough and Heineke too. Same thing. He's. Uh, I'm assuming they're going to run the ball a little bit more here late in the season.
0: Yeah. I, uh, in the beginning of the year, I don't know if you guys made the most interceptions, but I did with Jared Goff, 12 to one odds. And uh, he only too. has seven. <laughs> he has wow. half as many.
3: Weird. Wow. That's how is that crazy. happening? Seven, uh, so half as crazy. many picks
0: as, as Burrow. Um, mm-hmm. but I would go That's Tannehill awesome. four to one. He still has the Steelers. He still has the Niners, still has the Dolphins and not a lot of options. Obviously Derek Henry out may get him back in like four weeks, but, not a lot of options with Julio Jones out and A.J. Brown on the IR. I mean, you're throwing to guys like Nick Westbrook a kind, um, expecting them to get the job done. You're going to play in cold weather. You're going to get tip passes. I don't mind that. He's one back and four to one odds. Yeah, Brian, just a couple of those guys up front you could uh, take. And Harry, you're going with the long shot here. Lamar, who what does he Have seven in the last four or 10 in the last five uh, or something? Got, what is it?
1: He's got eight in the last four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ravens have been fortunate uh, with so many wins this year, too. And uh, the team has suffered because of his uh, having to throw the ball and not being able to score. Tw- this is four straight games. They haven't scored 20, 20 or more points, five of the last six. Mm-hmm. And it's going to cost them down the stretch because their schedule is very tough still. For the rest of the season, I think Lamar can get that at, at, at eight to one, and he's only one behind Burrow. I think that's pretty
0: good. Yeah. All right. Uh, parlay, kid. Zach Wilson. I don't know. It feels like he's on by. He doesn't play. It's not fair that he's not up there. But I, I, I always, I don't know why I didn't take Zach Wilson in the beginning of the year with a, a lot of these rookies. How about it? He's, yeah, like, he's like the only rookie that looks like it's going to compete for this.
3: Yeah. It's it's, it's strange. I, I you know he's got uh, five games left here. He's uh, three behind uh, Burrow. Uh, is you're gonna see him play at Buffalo, at Miami this coming uh, weekend? Um, Look, what he's probably averaging the most per game, Uh or or very close, uh, probably per snap. You could say uh, for any of these quarterbacks, Uh Uh, if he can complete the rest of these five games, he might throw five, six, seven more interceptions and beyond. Right. Um. If they if they ask him, you know, they might. We'll see what they do. They could they could do two things to Jess. They could protect him, keep the ball on the ground, or they could say, look, we got five games. Let's let us let us like open it up with this guy. Let let's see what he's really got. They could go both ways. They'll probably be in the middle somewhere. But this guy's averaging like an interception a game. So if he gets to five, he averages one a game for the next five. He could be right in the mix here, maybe win it. And if he has one terrible game where he throws like three or four. He's going to get this. Well, so here's the problem.
0: You want, Not bad. you want him to play the Patriots and they're done with them, right? Because he had – how, how many they're did he done. have against the Patriots this year? Six? I don't know. I mean, some, yeah, somewhere it, like yeah, that. Right. it was bad. Yeah, yeah at the Bills. He's got he's to play that January box. 9th game some, at the Bills. He's
3: got some crafty uh, – You know, playing against some crafty defenses. Right. The Saints, Saints, Dolphins. I believe too.
0: Yeah. All right. Dolphins, so they can get it done. Bucks, I don't know if that's helpful for anyone, but there are a lot of good odds still left for the most interceptions. Again, it will not be won by Mac Jones, who's slinging the ball three upwards of three times a game. Uh, I want to congratulate Harry. You can take a break now. You can go outside and play in the rain as we congratulate the newest College Football Hall of Fame inductee, Tony Romo, our very own Tony Romo, Eastern Illinois legend, Dallas Cowboy legend, officially inducted during the 63rd NFF Annual Awards Dinner tonight in Las Vegas. We really should be there, Aria Resort and Casino tonight. Get there if you can. They were supposed to do this last year, and it was canceled because of COVID. But now COVID is gone completely. So now Tony <laughs> Romo has his um uh, his place rightfully in the College Football Hall of Fame. Right, Polly kid? Nice job there, Eastern Illinois. Next stop, Canton, Ohio. Ooh, that's another. That's another good Hall of Fame to be in. They give that award to anybody. They do.
1: Yeah, college. Uh, they give it. To. Did Eli win? Garoppolo that? better be in there too, Darren. Garoppolo better be in there because his stats. Crush Tony Romo's Eastern Illinois. My son Crush.
3: Kyle has a Romo Eastern Illinois jersey. Really though. nice. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a
0: good one. See, Pretty now it's worth more. I mean, that's
3: if that's if mom didn't throw it out. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes
0: <laughs> she she gets
3: into a habit of throwing jerseys out somehow or another. So. That's a
0: bad habit. She should like appear on like Maury Povich or something.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> jerseys
0: away. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll talk <laughs> NBA. All right, the two TNT games: uh, Nets at Mavericks, and then followed by Celtics at Lakers. We'll be back for the um, race to ten Tuesday soon enough. I just got to get—I got to shake some football out of me here. I got one more Thursday night football bit to uh, record after this week, and then then we'll really buckle down, focus on the NBA. But the Nets at Mavericks: Nets have won nine of twelve, and this is without Joe Harris in the lineup. You didn't think they'd need him as a shooter, this team, but apparently they. They do. Uh, lots of arguing on text chains, brother Bryant. whether they're great, whether they're not great, but they seem to be taking care of business um, with injuries. Dallas, on the other hand, lost seven and nine. Luka questionable. I think he'll play. He rested Saturday, right? The second half of a, uh, a back-to-back. The last three times the Nets have been favored by fewer than three points. They have lost outright. They're one in six against the spread in their last seven. I'm going to take a chance on the home team here. The Mavs, give me the four. Monitor the Lucas situation, obviously, but I like the Mavs. Plus four, 219 is the over-under. Harry, you're going against me. Well, I mean, who knows? You're, oh. you're taking a monster, a uh, pretty big favorite here. <laughs> taking, a, taking the nets on the money line. I don't like, you know, I mean, I don't like laying points at no, all. No, I wouldn't say NBA. that about you anymore. I wouldn't say that. Uh, uh, would you, oh, you well, don't like laying In the laying NBA, points. I don't lay points. Oh, you don't lay points, I don't lay but lay points you, you, you do like taking like the minus big numbers, yeah. I do. So I'm going to take the minus one seventy
1: four. Nets on the money line. Yeah. They're eight and two straight up on the road. Uh season. Uh Durant, twenty-seven or more, four straight games. Dallas, four straight home losses. Porzingis uh has a knee issue. Probably will play, but in the last three games, he's averaging just fourteen points per game during that stretch. Uh in that stretch also he's one for thirteen from three point range. Nets get it done. They get the win. I hope maybe you get the cover here too, Sal. So I'm taking the Nets on the money line.
0: All right, Brian,
2: I think I gave out the wrong over under. Is it two twenty two now? Well, I will say the lines have just changed a little bit, which yeah. maybe throws us all off, but it's oh, two. Oh. It's 221 now. It's funny. I think it opened up at like 215. I guess they didn't know if – maybe Luca News luca has got to be playing because the Nets, you're right, are one and a half now. And yeah, and the, and the Nets are minus 126 now versus right. Harry's. Are you okay one, with that, Harry? Oh. You're all right? <laughs> minus 174? All right. Yeah, so, right, so, they so Harry's announced. got minus
0: 126. I'm taking the maps <laughs> plus
2: the point and a half. Uh, yeah, go ahead, so man. i'm yeah i'm going to go under 221 i'm probably i'm staying away from this game the nets are and 6 against the spread as a favorite in their last 6 the mavs have been awful uh uh-huh. but the mavs are one of the slowest teams in the nba this year in terms of pace of play they've struggled all season long offensively which is weird i don't, I don't know if that's a j kid thing it must be but the mavs are 8 and 13 uh one uh the over under the nets are 10 and 13 um i know a lot of those came early on in the season with the Nets, but they've still gone under in three of the last four. Mm-hmm. Might have to sweat this one out a little bit late, but I think um I don't know. I, I I don't think the Mavs want to get into a track meet with the Nets. So I think they slow this down against them. All right. There you go. Uh Kid, you got a prop here too, right?
3: Yeah, um I've I've often have hit on Luca props uh-huh. um throughout the last few years. Uh he's hit me a couple triple doubles over the years. I'm taking the Mavs to win and Luka to have a double-double at plus 255. Huh. So Mavs to win, Luka double-double plus 255. You go, Luka double-double. Look, he actually in his last eight games is has seven double-doubles. Huh. Okay? Uh, his only one where he didn't have a double-double, he had nine assists, nine rebounds. It's the only one. He's had two triple-doubles in the last eight games. You know he's going to get the points. He averages eight rebounds, eight assists a game. But over the last eight uh, games that he's played, he's either had double-digit rebounds or double-digit assists, and occasionally double digits both. So I like. I, I think the Mavs rise to the occasion here. They beat the Nets. Uh, uh, you know, nationally televised game. Luca goes off. Huh. Has you know, he, he uh, tends to elevate his play when the spotlight is big. Um, I like it here. Mavs to win Luca double double plus 255
0: and if nothing else uh, Luca double double fun words to say together right Luca double double is that the new in <laughs> and out double, double. new in and out item I think the Luca double double yeah, yeah. Luka and then double, the double. nightcap uh TNT Celtics at Lakers this was two and a half two nineteen to half it's moved to Lakers favored by three at staples is it staples did they change the name Spaghetti did they change it today I thought I saw some things going out three and 219 so this is the first crypto game. Oh boy. Celtics, uh, both these teams are mild disappointments to their fan bases here. Celtics 13 and 11. Lakers 12 and 12. Getting a little bit hot. I don't know. Lakers won three of the last five. Celtics three to last four. Lakers did lose to the Clippers over the weekend, but LeBron and AD had double-doubles. Not as fun as to say Luca double-double. <laughs> um, Jalen Brown's question. I, I, I'm, I'm taking the Celtics. Lakers allow 113.6 at home. Actually worse than when they're on the road. And that's a bottom five defensive team. They're 8-16 and 16 against the spread. You got Dennis Schroeder on the Celtics, former Lakers, giving his team a boost, 18-5-4. He's averaging 31 against Portland the other night. Give me the Celtics in the mild upset. Uh, Harry, you're going LeBron threes. Yeah, I'm
1: going to take LeBron over two and a half threes at even money. I'm going to take a shot on like probably because at national stage, a big a TNT game, LeBron is not a big three point shooter, but in his last four games, he's taken 42 threes. That's huh. 10 and a half, three attempts over that four game stretch. Um, in his last three games versus Boston, he's gone four of ten, four of eleven, three of seven. So he's gone over two and a half threes against Boston, three straight games against them, including one this year. Give me a LeBron take a shot over two and a half threes.
0: All right. Parlay kid, you like him uh, gobbling up rebounds on right? Yeah,
3: uh, I'm going to take LeBron plus 180 to huh. get eight plus rebounds. Um, grabbed 11 in his last game. It's the first game he's been in double-digit rebounds in quite too long. I mean, mm-hmm. he should... Uh, he should be getting eight rebounds a night minimum. I think when he wants to, he can. Um, I don't know. This game doesn't excite me anyway. I, the Lakers are boring, uh, as far as I'm concerned, and so are the Celtics. They're boring too. Um, but yeah, he does average like six rebounds a game at plus one eighty. It's LeBron on a national stage to get eight rebounds. Yeah, I'll take it. I will take it. It gives me it gives me something to root for and watch. Just
0: give me four or five by the half, and it makes the second half interesting. All right. Bry, you got another prop on the Celtic side.
2: Yeah. And then also speaking of crypto, I've lost more in that than gambling <laughs> in the last like four days, which is great. Um, but uh, I'm going to go over, I'm going to go smart over Marcus Smart over 11 and a half points against Boston. I mean, against the Lakers. Um, usually he plays a big role in these big games. You know, he's he scored uh, 13 or more in five of his last six games, he's averaged 15 points per game in those six. Uh, he had a huge game the last time these two teams met up. He put up 22 points. And the one thing about the Lakers, you know, they are a defensive team, defensive-minded team, but their guards can't guard anybody with, you know, that pretty much has to do with Westbrook. So I'm going to go over 11 and a half. I think it's a little low. All right. Well, you know, NBA's picking up. One thing we've loved about
0: this season, Parley Kid, so far is finding new player game props to bet on, much like the ones we just outline. On Fandle Sportsbook, you can combine these props with other bets to form a same game parlay and score an even bigger payout. So for Celtics Lakers, you could take Celtics plus the points. You could take as brother Bryce suggests, smart over 11 and a half rebounds. And you could take Harry's pick, LeBron over two and a half threes, put them together. You got yourself a beautiful same game parlay. Fast payouts in as little as two hours. Sometimes when you win, easy to use and place bets safe and secure. It's the market leader. Fanduel is in America's number one sportsbook. No feeling like nailing a same game parlay bet. All customers also check out Fanduel Sportsbook Daily for same game parlay focus offers like on TNT Tuesdays as a big night. And if you're new to Fandle Sportsbook, they're also offering new users a risk-free $1,000 bet. Just sign up with promo code against all odds. And if your first bet loses, get up to a grand back in site credit. That's promo code against all odds. All right, let's do Sharp Tank. You guys know the drill. Here you go. You pick a game. Three of you, I listen, I listen, I pontificate, and then I decide on which bet I'm going to join. Parley Kid, start us off. What's your sharp tank pick?
3: All right, Sal. I'm going to go with my Knicks tonight. It's actually one of my uh, EP picks as well. Okay. Uh, today I'm convinced uh, after a hard-fought game by the Spurs last night against the Suns where they battled to the end. One one for Brother Bry the Spurs, last night. Uh-huh. Um, I just think this Knicks team was called out by the coach. He called them soft. Uh, I think the, the fan, there was some booing at the garden the other day uh, over their soft play. Uh, Tibbs is no nonsense. I think the team does re- at least respond for one game, that game being tonight. Uh, let's take the Knicks uh, to win on the money line. Uh, well, actually, no, we will take him at minus two and a half. Okay. The Knicks uh, minus one ten. All right. Actually, minus, minus two, two
0: now at minus one oh six. Do it. Now jump on gone. it now. Yeah, there you go. All right.
3: That's even better. Uh, All right.
0: Knicks on the road against the Spurs. Yeah, we're on a text chain, and I can't decide if Obi Toppin is going to the Hall of Fame or if um he should be cut All immediately. Right. I mean, we talk, go back of a Bryant. What is, I mean, because parlay Kit will constantly throw in uh, everyone's face. <laughs> Obi Toppin's uh, a Dayton grad, uh, both of them. <laughs> Um, his points per minute and then
2: like, uh, his, and then at, his right. plus minus his plus minus has been good for them. I is mean, it he, because he that's
0: what, that's what our friend Alex sends us and I'll circle it. Uh, just the plus minus. Well, right? or just, his,
2: no, his plus minus is good. That's some weird Raptor. OB, he's, sending, is- he's sending us some <laughs> Raptor index, whatever the hell that is <laughs>
3: <laughs> per minute, per minute. <laughs> Per minute, has probably been the Knicks' uh, best player this year so far. And so I guess the I'm question like,
0: is why doesn't he play the more there,
3: right uh, that? There, right? Nobody knows because his defense <laughs> has gotten much better too. Wow. And that's frustrating because the guy he re- backs up is Randall. They just paid Randall a ton of money. Uh-huh. And, you know, he was the guy last year.
0: All right. We're going to I think we have to have Jerry have the guy on he was. Has anyone seen Jerry Courtside? Has he gotten any? Uh, I have he not. Any, he hasn't made it out? All right. He doesn't know. He must not know about Obi's plus minus or something. All right, Brian, what are you taking for sharp thing?
2: Uh, yeah, well, I'm going. You know, I'm going against one of our teams here, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the Senators uh, home against the Islanders at plus oh. one twenty. 120, plus one twenty eight. Oh. I don't know why. I mean, the, I, there's no way the, the Islanders should not be this big of a favorite on the road. They've won. They've lost eleven straight games. I mean, eleven mm. straight games. They, they don't score enough, the Islanders. I mean, the one thing you could say is since the little COVID break, they have a point in three straight games, but they still lost all three of those, but 11 straight games. Meanwhile, Ottawa has won three straight. Uh, they beat the Devils. They beat Carolina. They beat Colorado. So they won three straight You know, against three wow. good teams. So maybe, uh, maybe they're turning it around a little bit here. So, I mean, once the Islanders start winning, then I'll – I'll back them. Maybe they're going to go on a little bit of run, but right now they are still awful. And Ottawa is playing well, so huh. at plus one twenty eight at home, I'm going to take the centers. All right, well, I got to say, your nephew Mikey Meatballs, huge huge Islander fan, just heard you, you. Just heard that pick.
0: He chucked his chai latte right across the room. <laughs> that's, all, that's all he's drinking right now, guys.
2: Sorry, uh, really Hollywood
0: on us. All right, Harry, oh go ahead, uh, finish this off. You have a you have a bombshell bet here.
1: Yeah. Well, look. I mean, I, I know. uh, I had hit three sharp tanks in a row until the Wake Forest uh, Pittsburgh football game on Saturday didn't go over, <laughs> got screwed there. But and I am and I said you pretty much said no more over unders. But I am you can take, do what over you want. I'm take and it, I'm you take it over here. here. Just not going to take it over here because I haven't gone to the college basketball ranks of taking it over yet this year. So right, this is my first over bet of the year in college basketball, and it's going to be over one fifty three between Winthrop and Firm. You can't
0: even keep a straight face and
1: say this, right? Well, look, uh, listen, maybe maybe I, maybe, I can do this. Winthrop averages 80 <laughs> points a game. They scored in the 80s three uh, of the last four, which includes losing 92-86 at Washington State. Where They won a game where they put up 82 against Washington. Furman averages 86 a game. They got three players, Darren. Darren, three players on the Paladins that averaged 17 points or more. Uh, six of the last eight games, uh, they've scored 80 or more. Last game versus Charleston, uh, 179 Jesus points were scored in that game. And... They played last year, um, where the 158 were scored, 92 points were scored in the first half. So Winthrop, Furman over 153 and a half.
0: All right, I mean, I could just imagine. Are there a lot of people in Honolulu watching that Winthrop? 30, well, what, what time is that game so going to be? On, that's going to be. Game starts our, in probably about an hour.
3: Our adopted team for the tournament right. last of year. Of course, that's right. Yes. Yeah, we did yeah. have.
0: Yes, we had. uh, We assigned right. it to students. And um, what happened? Oh, we, yeah. it was a twelve seed that we needed to win, and none of them won. Or the yeah. one that won, we didn't got, sponsor. Or yeah, the only one we weren't backing. Yeah, right. Yet. All right. Okay. Speaking of not backing, I am not backing this Harry over. He thinks <laughs> because he changes sports is over. Is it going to hit? No. I'm sorry. Uh, Parley, kid, I'll go with you with the Knicks yeah, here. take that. All right? I'm going. There. I feel bad. You know, again, I don't want to be around Mikey Meatballs if we have the Senators and the Islanders end up winning, just nonstop teasing back and forth. So we'll go with the Knicks. <laughs> we'll be topping. We'll hope for like a plus 11 out of him. That'll be good enough. And uh, that's our short that, Tank. That's it. Yeah, there you go. All right, for her, it's the most wonderful time of the year, but that's because time for fantasy football playoffs the host of the waiver wired podcast on the extra points podcast network which you can see and hear every wednesday live streaming on twitter sports illustrated fantasy expert jen piacenti is here what's happening jen
4: you know it's been a pretty good season i can't believe we're already in the final week so it is very strange, and I've
0: been hitting you with texts and everything, like at uh, the last minute. And uh, I think you gave me decent advice. Uh, it didn't I, matter. The, the, the games I uh, lost, it didn't matter, right? What well, was like?
4: I think you know it was funny. The two quarterbacks we were choosing between, I mm-hmm. felt like I gave you terrible advice, but he actually scored close. one more point than the other guys. So
0: yeah, it was um, well, it was Wentz and Carr, right? It was about yeah. a, a point different, but it didn't matter. I lost in that, but you did say Mac Jones would only throw four times, and he <laughs> threw three. No, you didn't have that. You well, I did Davis. say, I yes. will say,
4: I did call the Gabriel Davis touchdown. It's nice. in print. You can check it on SI.com. So <laughs> that was a great DFS play.
0: Yes. Harry tried to claim that as a touch as a win. We all pick first touchdowns, and I picked Damian Harris, and then uh, and then you know Harry's was Gabriel Davis and he scored. He's like, Wow, we all may all hit this. Like, no, Harry, that's not how it works. <laughs> first there's something about the word first, right? And so if it's a first <laughs> touchdown, there can only be one, right? <laughs> What, Harry? What? i oh, still, still impressed. All right. All right. You got me. You got me with still. Um, Jen, are you still <laughs> undefeated in any of your leagues? Are you making the playoffs? What do you do? You're in like 16 I'm leagues, not right?
4: undefeated in any league. Um, and, you know, that's normal. I, I always say, you know, if you go undefeated the whole season, then you're bound to lose in the playoffs, right? So I tell mm-hmm. myself it's cool. There, there just aren't undefeated teams in the real NFL either. It's all good. Um, I have already made it into the playoffs for Scott fishbowl. The last week was this week and I have a buy this week, which is excellent because Jalen Hurts has been a big piece of why I've gotten that far, assuming they let Jalen Hurts continue to start and they don't go Minshew on us. But, um, so that's
0: good. Oh, the Eagles have a buy. You're saying
4: the Eagles have a buy and gotcha, I have yeah. a buy. I have a playoff bye because we start oh, earlier. Wow. So our season's really already
0: do. over. So if you have three playoff weeks in your league, you should this should be your last game. If you have two, you have two regular season, right? That's, that's how right. it works with the extra. Right. Um, so let me ask you real quick, aside from urban Meyer getting a lap dance, what's been the most surprising thing. Most surprising player. Is it James Connor, Jalen Waddle? Who do you say like, Oh my God, this guy is jumping four rounds in a snake draft. Next
4: it's year. Cordero Patterson.
0: I guess so. I mean,
4: yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. And he was a waiver wire ad. And I remember the first time I put him in my waivers article at Sports Illustrated, he was kind of like down on the list. I'm like, by the way, I'm kind of interested in what Cordell Patterson's doing. It's interesting. And then, you know, he ends up being like the beast that he is and who Mm. would have ever expected it? Nobody. So Mm. those of you that were, you know, waiver wire warriors, congratulations. Eli Mitchell's another one because Who trusts Kyle Shanahan? So it was risky to even put down a big fab bid, but that's definitely paid off if you did. So I'd say both of those guys are probably the biggest surprises for me. And of course, I have to mention Jonathan Taylor. He's going to be the number one pick next year. because He was going into round one. So it's not like he was a sleeper, Mm -hmm. but he's going to be number one with the injuries to Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara and Ezekiel Elliott kind of being a little banged up. It's mm. Jonathan Taylor.
0: All right. Speaking of beasts, uh, you're not going to catch it because Mikey meatballs and spaghetti do a great job audio wise. Uh, but Harry didn't had a, like a 30 Mississippi coffee coughing fit in the <laughs> background there. But uh, thank you, Harry for going off somewhere else. Yeah. I play Bri uh, brother. Bri, I need a win in our uh, East coast league. We've been doing for 30 years. Um, maybe more. I don't know what it is, but uh, I, I get a break because Jonathan Taylor is gone. Not too many. Who's off? Philadelphia is off. Indianapolis, New England. Miami, New England. Damon Harris probably wouldn't have played next week anyway. I, I don't know. This is you catch a little bit of a break for especially on a four-team bye, right? Who do you who do you like? Anyone picking up? I know it's early in the week, but have you looked at anybody? Uh-oh.
4: I got a long list. So let's oh. see quarterback. I think you got to look at Taysom Hill because look, the guy threw four interceptions on Thursday and he still finished with 24.7 fantasy points. That's mm-hmm. top five quarterback. So you have to take him seriously. And this week he gets the Jets. So don't worry about the mallet finger. Besides the fact that the Jets are surrendering like 23.6 points to opposing quarterbacks this year, he can just run. They, they're also surrendering 133 rushing yards per game. So Taysom Hill, Taylor Heineke, I hate to say it, but versus our Cowboys, no, probably, an okay no no. start. Yeah, as long as he can control the takeaways. But I don't know who you're starting him for. You're probably, it's probably just Jalen Hurts as far as well, buys. Well, I was going to um, ask
0: you, because in my other league, I know this is boring, but to hell with everybody. We're going to take care of this. My kickout league, I need to win to get in. Okay. I have Russ at Houston or Carr at KC, or I could hit the waiver wire and get Tannehill for Jacks, Jacksonville or, uh, versus Jacksonville or God forbid Baker versus Baltimore.
4: Okay. No to Tannehill and Baker. I think you're better off sticking with Russ Russ or Carr Okay, Uh, and probably Russ. I think we'll finally give him a a pass to try Houston because it's, it should be very, very easy matchup. Mm -hmm. Um, But Carr's probably going to give you a decent floor. Although last time he faced Kansas city, it didn't go so well. So that's my main concern there. Of course, Russ, but I w- certainly wouldn't use Baker. He's okay. banged up everywhere.
0: Yeah. I and to that. Inahil, and like, a yeah. who's
4: going to catch the passes? I mean, I know Julio Jones is expected to return, but, like, can you count on that? Is he I expected? So.
0: I must have missed that. Is he expected well, this week? Yeah.
4: Yeah. He's cleared from the ER, so he could play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. If he does, it'll probably be limited or he'll, like, leave early. Uh, so, Don Hilliard and Don, Don Trell Hilliard and Dante Foreman are two guys on your wire, 60% available in leagues. Right. They were fantastic versus Domingo. They both went for over 100 yards. Hilliard had the touchdown and they can catch passes, both of them. So that's where I would go for running back at wide receiver. You got Russell Gage up there, 27 targets across the past three weeks, caught 11 of his 12 targets. If you want to believe in him on St. Brown, <laughs> you know, I mean, just the first time the Detroit lions won a game, they targeted him 12 times the first time they did that. Look, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. it yeah. Maybe it's just that simple. Now he has tough matchups, but in week 16 and 17, Atlanta and Seattle. So if you're looking ahead, he might be a good bench stash. For your yeah, playoffs. I
0: get mad. You get extra mad at players you pick up and then don't do anything versus players you drafted. Because that's what I did with St. Brown on Thanksgiving. He did crap. And I was like, I'm done with this guy. Gage yeah. is another one. Like I've, I've, I've had him on my rosters six times, I think, throughout the year. Yeah, um, I thought it'd be better. Hey, are we overlooking who should probably be the number one waiver claim? And that's Eddie Spaghetti, your podcast partner. Did you see what he wore to this wedding? I don't know if he he, he pulled off a blue blazer and a bow tie. He's got his head down on his computer now. And a bow
4: tie. And did you see he hired some girl to go with him, too, to make himself with (laughs) (laughs) Did you hire that
0: girl? I feel like I've seen her before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you said that was your sister. We know that that was a joke, right, Spaghetti? No, it was a relative.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Way easier, way simpler.
0: (laughs) Meatballs, do we have this pick? Are you able to uh, share this? I uh, I don't know. Yeah, no. I really always... Uh, You know, the other thing, speaking of sharing, um, Spaghetti shared a room with the in-laws, right? A room? I did. I don't know how big the room was. How big was it? Okay. The room? Was
4: it a suite? Did you at least have your own bedroom? Yeah,
0: there was a, It was a two
1: bed, two bath scenario the first night, and it was all right. It wasn't too bad. Uh, they, was there a door the
3: worst, in your room? The, yeah, <laughs> the door, the there were doors. The
1: door. Doors. Yeah, the doors okay. worked. Had locks and everything. Um, the worst part was the coming <laughs> back from the desert to Los Angeles to my apartment, and they were they basically took over my wing of the apartment. So for the last two days, so I was actually trying to get to the office and stay here as long as possible, although. I I know meatballs <laughs> does live here, but uh, I had a babysit <laughs> them. Over
0: I took wing. over Wait, meatballs'
1: wing. Yeah, but they, yeah. they didn't have the <laughs> they didn't have my keys to get around the, the apartments. They would have been locked inside. Oh, so
0: look at that! What a handsome couple! Isn't that? Oh, God, golden the wow. golden, golden globe awards. Yeah. I said,
1: good looking brother and sister. But uh, <laughs> so, yeah. but they're they're flying back to New York, and I'm I'm a free man, and I'm I'm glad to be back in the office with you guys.
0: Nice. All right, good. He's a free man. He's a free Beautiful. man. So take him on your waiver wire. What do you think, Chanty?
4: <laughs> I mean, I'm impressed that you opened your home to your in-laws and that they were comfortable enough to stay there, which means you must also be a fairly clean. So that bumps you up my rankings.
0: There you go. All right. He's up the rank. Well, they also paid for the hotel room. So who are we kidding? <laughs> <laughs> this is no joke. Um. All right, Jen, before we let you go, maybe this is premature. Best Christmas song of all time? Oh,
4: God, best, uh, best Christmas song of all time. Well, the one that gets you in the best mood is... Well, my favorite one is Oh Holy Night. So I'm totally, you know, I'm traditionalist, but Chestnuts Resting on Open Fire, the Christmas song is up there. And probably the one that gets you in the best mood. All I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. As soon as you hear that, you want to go shopping.
0: Yeah, Bingo. It's, it's almost not fair. My my wife and oldest son play it all, all night long, all day and <laughs> night, starting like, you know, the, the day after Thanksgiving. And it's kind of like two or three songs in one. And it really, it's got everything. It's got the slow stuff. It's got the chestnut roasting by the open fire stuff in the beginning. And then, uh, really starts jamming. All right, Jen, if you want to sing it for us, you can. Which one? <laughs> I don't know. I love it. Any of it. I mean, that's, that's what you're getting at, right? You just want to start singing. No, I'm, I'm just
4: always looking <laughs> for an excuse to start singing. I got to tell you like three years ago, instead of doing fantasy football, I was like dressed in gowns, singing, at, singing at Christmas galas every, I know. every Christmas. So, Wow. Uh, Strange change.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
4: I, I could post like so many photos of me in like gold gowns Do and ones yeah. and
0: we spend yeah, now um, I never wear a dress. Eleven weeks on a graphic trying to create you in a in a gown and, and, and
4: <laughs> it just sent you, it you one. Worked. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> it now you're just, just lucky like, if I
4: run a hairbrush through my hair.
0: <laughs> Jen <laughs> is on waiver wired with uh Eddie Spaghetti. I don't know if Eddie will be wearing a blue blazer tomorrow when they go live on Twitter. So. What time is that? About five Eastern?
4: 5 p.m. Eastern Standard, and we do take your questions, everybody, live. So if you tune into our YouTube screen, stream, you can literally just pop a question in there and I'll answer it. And I know this is a really, really important week because for a lot of people, this is your last chance to make sure you get into the playoffs. So we will do our best to give you the best advice. We have yes. fantastic guests this week from SiriusXM XM Fantasy Sports Radio, so definitely check it out.
0: You're not going to be able to do it on your own. Ask Jen, ask Eddie. They have the answers, whether it's fashion or fantasy. Go to them. Jen Piacenti. Thanks for jumping on with us.
4: My pleasure. Good luck you guys. This All week. right. See you. Jen. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, Jen. thanks, Jen.
0: Thanks. All right. There you go. There you go, Harry. Uh, you know, I was going to uh, tell the um the story about you on a plane, but uh, I figured we'd let Jen leave first. But what uh, so go ahead. Tell as we uh, sign off here. Uh, you, now you well, flew uh, to uh, not only are you coughing on this podcast <laughs> as a precursor to this as you flew from what? Phoenix to Honolulu?
1: Phoenix. Phoenix to Honolulu. Six hours. <laughs> um, uh, and by the way, I did hold off from coughing from for pretty much the whole podcast this time. I'm, I'm Unlike so yesterday. fucking
0: proud of you. I really am.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I know. I mean, thank you, thank you. Well, anyways, oh. looking six six hours of flying, uh-huh. and everybody hated me on this fl- on this flight uh, because so I was bet 35. The over thirty five.
0: You told them about the over hours. Everyone bet the
1: over, yeah. and that was losers. But uh, uh, aside from that, also coughing like a maniac nonstop <laughs> um, on the flight, and everyone's like, you know, looking around, and then um at some point like probably i don't know three and a half hours in my, my do i was also coughing like a maniac and i slept for the first hour and a half uh-huh. so uh coughing like a maniac and at some point with probably like i said three three and a half hours in angie my girlfriend wanted something from her bag which was above uh, above us so i go and get her bag and then i swoop back in like like a, a just like into my seat so and I just kind of ripped like a bomb, you know, like a, like a, like a, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, you know it's
0: like not a real bomb on a plane, not, not, right? a, not a real okay, bomb, we but don't a want bomb, to, uh,
1: and authorities coming, and it house. just, and I'm just like, oh man, and then I'm like, do not smell, do not smell, yeah, right, and it was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> it was brutal, to and like God, she smell. actually apologized. She apologized to the guy sitting <laughs> to the right of us. For it.
0: <laughs> I gotta say, it was awful. Yeah, it sounds awful. It was
1: awful. Ah, oh, man, it was bad.
0: A fart is gone in like twenty seconds. Maybe yours has gone in like six minutes. I but-
1: blame, I blame Hawaii, Hawaiian Airlines because right off the bat they gave us some like some pastry with like some uh, onions and peppers and uh, and cheese and awesome. eggs in it. But but it was like. Different. It didn't taste like it. Tasted different. That's so, it up my stomach. it was weird. You know, I, eh, it you was know how, it you know was how a, bad a a fluffy. Fart,
2: you know how bad a fart has to smell when everybody's wearing masks on a flight. <laughs> I forgot about
0: that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Had the
2: mask thing, and she still had to apologize. <laughs> and it was just awful. Well,
0: that's just it. Awful. She should get used to apologizing for you.
2: I, I, I have to say, though, the coughing, <laughs> yes. the coughing would have pissed me off even more. Right? Oh, the coughing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I. If somebody's coughing behind me, I used to get pissed before COVID about people coughing on, on me on a train all day long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and right now, yeah. No, yeah, like, Why are you flying, flying comparable? Yeah. Right. Oh, of course. yeah. Uh,
1: um. you
3: know, Honestly, like, what was the last time Harry like, forget about weight or any of that stuff? I can't. What was the last time this guy was healthy? Stop. He's always <laughs> sick. <laughs> <laughs> He's always sick for Christ's sake. Like, Sophomore year in college, I uh, think he had like ridiculous. a three week run
0: where he wasn't. This sick. guy uh, Harry,
3: I mean do you have, is it allergies? Like, <laughs> what is it? Like, what, ta- what ta- is ta- happening? I touched
1: Brian the other
2: day. The cough is back. Bloody well, because um, I, I always know. say every uh, time Harry flies, he gets mm. sick. Every, every time I've stayed with Harry well, at Sal's place, yeah. Harry has been sick every time. Well, he's a delight. I was. Uh, Darren, I was fine. But also, you got to figure,
1: <laughs> if I'm going from, I went from Sal's, I went from L.A., the beach, to Michigan where it was twenty five and snowy. And uh, then you're
3: always back sick.
0: You're always sick. To you're Phoenix always, that, and that then to Honolulu. Yeah.
3: Well maybe you should stop traveling so much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I heard it's really nice maybe in you December in, to Arizona. Told nice in Arizona. And then sun, in Then then
1: back okay. on LA on Sunday. Yeah.
3: Get used to one environment and stay there. <laughs> yeah. And there. Working. Maybe listen, just stay Sal's on the working. plane. Never People would plane. appreciate that, Harry.
0: Just stay
1: where you are. I agree. <laughs> listen, Darren, I think Sal's working me too hard. That's the problem. Yeah, that's it.
0: That's it. Baby face, what do you have to say about any of this? I mean, he's our—he's a regular
2: Jared, <laughs> Good Jared Cough. Good Lord, David Hasselhoff. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. I, as long as it's gone by my, by Monday, I don't know, <laughs> the Suns game, the Clippers game. I don't know which Monday that is, but as long as it's gone, stop.
0: I said
2: thirty. Uh-huh. To me, someone
0: not wearing a mask for like 40 minutes is far less egregious than someone letting out a fart on a – right? Like someone like Harry after the onion pastry or something. All right. <laughs> you God, really. Oh, you didn't mean – okay. All right. Uh, check us out. We will be back <laughs> Thursday night to pick the Thursday night football side prop. So total. Uh We What do we got? Oh, first touchdown. We're going to hit that. So look forward to that. That's Thursday night, Friday. We'll be back with the pro games, the best pro games on the board. Plus, I guess Army, Navy. What do we that bright? Should we just should we spoil the surprise? We like the under in Army, Navy, yeah. well, Army, 100%. Navy part two. Um, there you go. Spaghetti is on with Jen Piacenti. We thank her for coming. Waiver wired. You got Lemon Pepper Parlay, Martin Weiss, TJ Hushmanzada minus three, Dave Damaschek, Kevin Hench. Spaghetti's on that also. Coming up, we got covered in glory. We got a nice little soccer uh, podcast, Megan Fun of Sports, Megan Gailey, Megan Connolly. I think I hit it all. That's enough. We're going to be doing something fun this weekend. We'll talk about that later on. And for now, that's another episode of Against All Odds for the Degenerate Trifecta, Jen Piacente, Spaghetti and Meatballs, Scott the Grizz, Babyface Joel Solomon. I'm Sal Singh. So long and happy handicapping. Nine, nine, nine.